look at us again walking through the woods three men holding hands in their underwear you think i can't write a musical how fucking hard can it be come on I'm just glad you referred to me as a man this time, because usually in your intros, I'm always like, hello, ladies. You know, how are you doing, ladies? Right. You do that all the time. And you know what? I think that's wrong. I think that this is why we have the problems we're having. It's, it's, it's harassment. Yes, oh, it is. You, you poor shit. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm thinking. About, I'm thinking about you writing a, <laughs> writing a musical. I mean, just literally whatever first first pass song. You know, just a, a really loose, a loose story. And yeah. then, um, you know, you just write a song like that and people come I've, out on, on stage kind of nervous and they're, they're singing this song that you made up. I'll tell you something. <laughs> I have joked around just just if I'm in a no. good mood, just running through the living room. I'll, I'll, I'll do a mm -hmm. quick in front of my wife, just a quick musical. I'll just write a thing. I'm done my shower, n -n 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 -n, you know, and yeah. and just nothing creative just making fun of a musical and she'll she'll often go okay that's not bad you should write <laughs> yeah well, i mean you know we talk we talk about your once coronavirus is over and we're back to normal we're all it's, vaccinated and yeah. people say you know what we're really sorry for voting for donald trump and we're we're able to go back in polite <laughs> society and you go and do your uh stand-up routine at the local you know laugh club Okay. And uh maybe if you if you just did it as a as a musical and you just came out and that was and that was your shtick, you know, you told jokes and sang yeah. little impromptu songs like it was a, a living room musical that might really resonate with the locals. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Yeah. And you can it's also just, make fun of people. I don't think That's I could write fun. anything catchy, but I could make fun of shit like crazy. Episode seventy nine. Seventy nine, fellas. And it's uh, March 20th, 21. I have not been called into jury duty yet. What about you guys? What's new? We have not been called into jury duty. I, I can't imagine how you would do jury duty. And I have not been called in to be charged with anything so that you could be a juror. Oh, that's, a, that's a good that's, change. That's my thing. I'm, I don't care about jury duty. I just don't want to be a criminal. I don't want to be, a, I don't be a, you know, charged. Have you ever, have you ever, Danny, you've been in court, haven't you? I mean, you're, uh, the, you're the kind of person that's you're like a witness or a or yes. somebody that was called in for I, something. I actually was a witness in a trial yeah. that put a guy in prison. Is he still in prison? Is he coming to get you? I don't know if he's still. I don't think so. It wasn't that he, you know, um, he stole a car and and inside the car was a gun and he pulled the gun on us. But. Um, <laughs> They didn't. He obviously didn't shoot at us or anything because he knew us. You know, it was Wait, we you were a victim. Well, yeah, but they, you know, they. The, this is the funny thing. First of all, when wait, this is, wait back up. This, this is a great a guy, story. You want to hear the story? Okay. Yeah, this is a guy you went okay. to high school with. Man, yeah. Oh Dan, yeah. Wait, time out, what? Danny. I'm at this title of this episode. A story <laughs> of sure Danny's I've not heard. And mm. take it away. <laughs> okay. No, Man, seriously. Take us with you. Um, this was uh, the summer of I don't know, right before was my scene. No, it was I've, I had been in college for a year. I was out and I was getting back to go back to my second year of college. Wait, so and what is it? Is it was 1970? It's like 1978, like whatever okay. it is, right? Oh, that's so, the, year, the year I went to watch uh, New York City, right? Okay. Right. And you stayed at the Y, which is another yeah. story yeah. in uh, itself. I've told um, um, So anyway, uh, 
a good high school, my best friend from high school and I and and uh, two other guys were in my car. And, we, and you know, tiny little town in the Midwest that, you know, there's maybe 3,000 people in town. Anyway, we're cruising around. So everybody knows everybody. So we're going, you know, so we, we, we were driving around and this guy we see and he stops and we know him and they're going, hey, that's, you know, that's Jimmy, blah, blah, blah. You know, and my one of my buddies starts yelling out, hey, come on, Jimmy. And Jimmy had really thick glasses. Right. So they made fun of him. Right. And so he's like, come on, John, come on, Jimmy, four eyed Jimmy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, because he wouldn't move. He just said, you know, at the, yeah. stop, at the stop sign. So finally, Jimmy took off or whatever, and we didn't think anything about it. So we're driving around cruising town. So we come to a, a like a T, right? You come and we come to the stoplight and here comes Jimmy on the other side of the T and he doesn't have a stop sign, right? He, it's, it's a through rate. So Jimmy comes right in front of our car, my car, and he just sits there, right? And he, put, he has his, and obviously it's in August in the Midwest. So the windows are down and he has his arm on the window and he looks at us and he reaches and he pulls a gun and, and, and he points it at us. And we're like, we, we all kind of like froze like, Jimmy, Jimmy's got a gun. He's point, duck, everybody duck, right? Of course, he didn't shoot, and we just took, and I just took off. So we went, drove down. I'm like, oh my god, can you believe that, Jimmy? Jimmy pulled a gun on us. So we went down to the town square because we have a town square. I mean, this is like, you know, any you know, like, like what is it? Um, back to the future, yeah, exactly. Back to the future, right? So we got one of those. We drove down, and we know that the cops. And this is around 10 p.m., and that's when the cops have their. The local cops have their shift change. So we go down there. We know they're going to be down there. So we run down there. And sure enough, they're they're at the little, you know, coffee shop next to the police station, you know, with the, you know, so we walk, we run in and we're, hey, guys, you know, and they're like, what's the matter? You know, and they're all just kind of kicked back with their coffee. And they're like, what, 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 what's, you know, we're like, and they're like, what's the matter? Oh, Jimmy, so-and-so, he pulled a gun on us. And they kind of all just smirked and like, well, did he shoot at you? And we're like. Well, no, he didn't shoot. He just pointed a gun. And they're like, well, why did you run? And we're like, well, he had a gun. Yeah, but he didn't shoot at you. You know, and the one guy who knew us, you know, from all from football and everything goes, well, yeah, exactly. He's like, well, you, you, what the, why didn't you get out and kick his ass? <laughs> He's got a gun. Got so they said, sick. okay. So sure enough, they finally get up and they go and they found him later on. Right. And they arrested and they found out that he had stolen the car. Right. And, you oh, know, the gun and the gun Jimmy, was in there. Jimmy was a badass. Yeah. Jimmy had stolen the car, but it was like, you know, he, it was like a friend's car or something. But, you know, he took it without permission or whatever. Right. Mm. So we go, we move forward. We go to the trial. Right. Now, when we, you know, the prosecuting attorney was on my baseball team, summer baseball team. And he's like, OK, well, we can't really talk, you know, but you are a witness. So, you know, this is what's going to happen. And we said, well, what are we, why are we, what are we, what's our testimony going to be about? Well, you're just witnesses that he was in the car. And I'm like, okay, well, then why do we have to have that? You guys found that. Well, because, you know, it just backs up our case. And I go, well, what about the gun? He goes, well, there's no problem with that. I go, what do you mean there's no problem with that? Right. And they go, I'm well, I'm going to tell my mom. Yeah. I mean, they're like, he didn't shoot at you. So there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no charge against you. He didn't, I go, but he pulled a gun on us. So I, you know, no, nope, aimed, it, aimed it at you. Yeah. And they're like, nope, that's not, you know, that's, that's not, not illegal. No, no it was part, not that's part of growing up. Yeah. You know, at least it wasn't, you know, back then, you know, so I was, wow. so I was like, oh my God. So he's going to be really pissed at us. So when they're like, nah, nah, yeah. he'll be fine. So anyway, sure enough. then they got Jimmy on the stand. Right. And he and Jimmy, you know, said, uh, I didn't uh, do nothing. 
No, he actually said, uh, well, Jimmy, did, did you get mad? What happened? Did you see these gentlemen? And he was like, yeah. And he goes, well, did you point a gun at him? Well, I was just kidding with them, you know, and they go, were you mad at them? No, these guys are my friends, man. We went to school together. I know these guys from school, you know, and then, you know, sure enough, they did. They did convict him on car theft, but had nothing to do with the 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 gun. The gun had nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. And that was my story. So anyway, and he had wow. gone to prison and I end up, you know, uh, you know, I never I never saw the guy after that. I don't know yeah. if he. You know, okay, my, so I mean, so we're talking late seventies. He goes to jail for car theft. Even if he had the worst attorney ever, he's not going to get more than twenty years. So he's probably out or dead. Oh, I'm sure he had less than twenty years. They probably put set him in there for five to seven, and he got out yeah. in three. You know, so I don't know. I I I, this, I should ask my buddy who my best friend from high school. He knows because you know the funny thing is my my best friend from high school dad is a judge, right? Mm-hmm. And he couldn't preside over the case because his his son also was a witness you know yeah exactly but the funny part about this is that we had to liar we had to make in our testimony right we had to say that we ran into jimmy earlier in the evening right we had to say that we saw him twice in the car and they go and of course the prosecuting attorney knew all the story right and we knew that we had given jimmy a hard time right called him names and everything so the prosecuting attorney who's my friend or you know friend of mine he goes, uh, so you ran into, you know, Mr. So-and-so, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you have any kind of conversations? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, can you explain what happened? Well, he parked his car in front of us and wouldn't move, and we just yelled, you know, we said, hey, come on, Jimmy, move the car, you know. He goes, well, what exactly did you say? Anyway, and I said, well, I said, come on, Jimmy, and honk my horn, and he goes, well, did anybody else say anything? And I said, well, yeah, you know, some of, some of the other guys said stuff, and do you recall what they said? Exactly. And I go, well, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, my buddy's parents and grandparents were in the, in the, in the, oh, you know, in no. the game. so we had to say exactly. And he goes, I need to know exactly what you were saying to see, you know. Uh, and I said, well, we said something to the effect of, come on, you four eyed cocksucker, uh, <laughs> you know, get your ratty ass out of the way, you know, what the fuck are you, you know, you know, blah, 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 you know, all kinds of, you know, and I was watching my best friend's grandma in the front row. Oh, and she was giggling like there was no tomorrow. She was <laughs> laughing. She was just going, you know, <laughs> laughing and I'm just, and we're just laying every, you know, you know, come on, you fuck ahead, you know, and all that stuff. And you could, and then of course, out of the corner of my eye, I see, you know, the person, the stenographer is like writing all this down. So this is a matter of court record, you know, Anyway, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun, man. So yeah, I put a I put a guy in prison. So, but I have not going back to the original part of the story. I have not been a criminal. I have not been charged with anything. I should have been. You're a wuss. <laughs> I should have been, but I wasn't. Mm. Kelly, anyway, have you, have you ever appeared in court? I mean, do they have <laughs> oh. courts in Canada? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just yeah. The- yeah. Sure. We were, you know, we were talking, we were talking about an, another, um, you know, because I, I, I come prepared with the topics. We were talking <laughs> about another kind of uh, arm of the uh, governmental uh, police machine last night, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. No, and Kelly. No, no. Toronto we were talking police. about that. Toronto you can't police, mount police. Not, That's not, a, not the mounted, not mounted police. Not the mount, not Dudley Do Right, the Mounties, and that kind of stuff. We're talking about horse cops. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that sorry, was what? close. That was close. <laughs> uh, so, 
I tried maybe maybe my maybe my search into the validity of the story was because I was looking I was using certain search terms to find out do policemen that ride horses carry instruments around for um I don't know general Oh let's see grooming air. grooming and you know what I got instead of of that like I found there was a, there was an, you know, one of those Mounties had been fired because he did, he did the thing that everybody does, right? You stick your hand down your pants and you run your finger out your uh, fly and pretend like it's a dick. When you're in polite society, they fired him for that. He, he protested it. And then, um, then I found a website called Africa Watch. So Africa Watch is like the Snopes for, um, for Africa, you know, in like, did this happen? Is there really coronavirus? Can you, Oh yeah, yeah. you know, do you need yeah. to do whatever to get rid of AIDS, th- those kind of things? And they were following up on a story where a Canadian man had had a horse penis transplant, not, not for any kind of medical reason, but just to enhance his love life. And they had some photos and they said, this is actually Come false. On. This is a, they're using a, a photograph from a, a story entitled China's fattest man, you know, and, <laughs> and the, the, they called the, the hospital where it, where it happened. And the nurse that answered the phone said, that's a funny story, but it didn't, didn't actually take place. Would that so, procedure if, be that, covered? if that was true, I'd have had it done a long time ago. So, well, my question is, is that procedure covered in your HMO or is that, <laughs> do you have to? Well, see, here's, here's the thing. I, when I think about it, because I'm a, I'm a very visual person. And so I think about it. No okay, kidding. Yeah. The healing is over. You know, stitches have been removed. It's big, but it doesn't look like a human's. Right. I mean, let's say it all works like it should. Right. I mean, yeah. Is a woman gonna say, "Yeah, uh, you know, let me let me take a chance with that"? Because it it does, you'd have to have some other cosmetic surgery to make it look like, you know, a, I mean, well, a, the horse, co- the a color- horse and a guy and a and a dog. Well, the color, and, even the color, even right. Well, you know, you I mean, a horse cock isn't there? Aren't they black? Listen, you guys are missing the whole thing here. Is this Danny, this Danny is not, would know more than yeah. Listen, this that. the thing about this is that you're you're looking at it as something natural no this is like it's like getting a car and putting flames on you know this is the thing you would get this and you would put something on it you would you know you're you're gonna it's a showpiece it's not it's not it doesn't have any kind of utility i mean it does but it's mainly mainly a showpiece so somebody's gonna not worry about the color or whatever they're gonna you know they're gonna dress it up with some decals or or you know or or maybe they you know you know do some like you say pigment changes or whatever but I don't think this is something like you want it to look natural. We, I think okay. we got to get we got to get that well known equestrian woman that you've been talking to in the last oh yeah weeks, Danny, and get her on as a guest on, and she can explain it all to us. Will you okay. check into that? Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 I'll I'll do that. As a yeah, as a shout out to our our buddy Dave, I just Googled because <laughs> that's the other thing that I do here on the show, a little fact checking. <laughs> so I I said, can you get a horse penis transplant? Was my was my search term because I don't I don't care what kind of fucking ads I'm gonna get right, and um there's like twelve <laughs> different independent stories of you know man gets horse penis transplant you know it it's in Florida or it's Tokyo or Canada all this kind of stuff Hong Kong porn star is the first man to receive that um, world's first successful penis transplant and yes it works 
but um, did anybody ask the horse? I mean, I mean, is there a lot? I mean, is there somebody like you know I mean, a registry it was a cadaver horse? They wouldn't. Well, you know, I don't. How do you know? How, how do you know? Maybe you you know. There there was a horse was interested in transplanting mine to him once. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> just just to help with aerodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking? No, we don't want it slowing him down. So we it's easy to conceal. <laughs> We don't want any drag. We need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the poor horse is out in the pasture, going, "Gee, I wish I had a Kelly Dick." I want that Kelly hey. guy's dick. <laughs> uh, it's nothing the, it's, but the it's finest the travel quality. size, travel yeah. size dick. <laughs> yeah, no. All these, all these stories do they do look fake? Ah, uh, of course they look fake. But again, I don't know if I would want one of them horse things because they're not the cleanest. Going back to your story well, about they got the soap, I mean shit, you wash it off. Yeah, you first. Yeah, I mean, who, I, who do you ever see anybody? And I've been around horses. I don't see anybody really washing that. Well, no, I mean, once they remove it and they and they take it into the hospital, you know, some nurses, you know, she's oh, no, no, I'm talking about she wash it. On. <laughs> I'm talking about when it's on the horse before it's been ready for transplant. I mean, that thing's been dirty for how many years? Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to get transplanted no, that's, and get cleaned that's up. The, that's the story. Like, you know, a dog's mouth is 700 times cleaner than our our mouths, right? Right. You know, I mean, a, a horse's this penis is cleaner yeah, than a dog's mouth. Unit, yeah. Is, <laughs> it's just swinging out in the wind, brushing up against some, you know, poison ivy or whatever as it walks through a field. <laughs> Fine. That's I th- you, I think, you're going to have less bacteria once you get that thing installed. Come on, you're sitting there and the nurse is prepping to clean it for you, right? To wash it, she's going, "Where's the soap?" And you say, "Sure does." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. But they're like going back to Kelly. You were mentioning there, there, and this whole idea of a tool that you use to clean it. Do oh, we know yes. if this is true? I mean, I it, think it's true. Tell us, it, tell us this. Like, where did you, where did you hear this story? All right. My friend was a Toronto cop <laughs> 30 years ago. And I, on the Toronto police force in the summer, they have lots, some some cops are like on horses. and They have them here too, you know what I mean, for riots or, or just clopping around town. And these guys, they love their horses. They got to take care of them and stuff. And, and my friend told me that these guys carry a little spoon. It's this very special... <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm going to get through this. They carry this very specialized spoon. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Maybe it's on their Swiss Army multi-tool. So, and this spoon <laughs> is used to to scrape out the smegma in in their horse's <laughs> cock, right? In in the foreskin there, eh? Like you do, yeah. Like you do, eh? Okay, and I'm thinking that's the that's probably the the worst part of being one of the mounted cops. Hmm. Anyway, and that's hmm. and that's just an image that I think I told you guys last night, and we thought, well, that's our podcast mm-hmm. subject. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Why and how do I clean my horse's sheath? That's how I. That's the. That's what you I entered found. that. Okay. No, I I I entered. Um, <laughs> 
some some other search terms. Let's see. You know, I'm going to start Tor- calling Toronto mine Police a sheath. Force Spoon Smegma. I use those words. <laughs> oh, come on. Because <laughs> I like the ads. I'm telling but you right now, somebody are, at Google or whatever of, is having a field day with this. They are having a field day. Yeah, they've got my they got my screen up on the yeah. up on the monitor yeah. there. But uh, <laughs> these are the these are all the myths by a vet. Like uh, we may oh. have crossed the line, you guys. Okay. Yeah. My fellow barn mates tell me I need to clean his sheath several times a year. Do I really need to do that? And if so, how? And then they talk about the myths. And, uh, you know, in the wild, you don't need to do that. And you uh, expect what the last line is expect whatever cleaning you do to be short lived. Normal smegma production will restore the accumulation to your horse's regular level within about a week. I mean, the horse has to stand still for this procedure. I mean, you get a horse, you bring him home and you're like, all right, horse, let's let's get to cleaning that thing. He's he's going to be a little jumpy. You think, Danny, and especially your if you're if you're attacking it with a spoon, ouch! Well, I don't I don't know that it, it better uh, that than a fork, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to do, but um, Danny, I'm not gonna, I want to ask Danny questions. Danny's Danny's mom has had horses, so you know I'm, I'm gonna yeah. I'm not not necessarily. But have you ever been kicked by a horse? Because I would think if you're messing around with a horse's unit, that's a good time to be kicked. I've and never been kicked. I've been stepped your, on. Has your mom been kicked? That's she a good probably, question. I mean, I know she's had the trust thrown. of her horse over all right. those years, right? She had the horse like 40 years, right? Yeah, yeah. She's had was, basically I'm, horses her whole life up until about, you know, 10 years ago. No, but didn't she have one that lived a hell of yeah. a lot longer than I realized a horse could live? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I know she's been stepped on. I've been stepped on. I know she's been bit. I don't know about kick. I know, and I know she's been, you know, been thrown off a horse, but I don't know. I think, you know, that I think I wonder how often people really get kicked by horses because that's what you always hear. You never, you know, you don't don't go walk behind a horse. You're going to get kicked. No, no, don't do that, right? And that's obviously a big target. So you're like, oh my god, that looks like it's loaded, ready to go. Yeah. So I, it's it's more of the stepping on that I think happens more than getting kicked. You can, and that really hurts. Be- you can really be damaged by a horse kick. I, I, oh yeah, I knew of a guy who had a metal plate in his head from that, and and he was never the same. I believe, you know. Mm. Yeah, my co- my cousin's husband died from some horse accident. Really? Yeah, he was oh. pres- he was president of the American Quarter Horse Association, and he knew about horses and all that kind of stuff. And he had oh, some my. young horse, and he took it out to the field and they found him out there i don't know i don't know what happened but it's the yeah it's, they're, they're they're you know it's they're a very dangerous animal. animal they're a lot yeah, stronger than we are all the more reason not to be taking a spoon to any part of it to be quite honest with you i'm, I'm well, like yeah you know what I'm saying? Saying, why would you yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah. i wonder if the horse notices that's been clean we're like ah oof, that feels great or it's, or it's kind of it's kind of scrapey you know, every year, 20 people die due to horses in horse riding accidents. That's all? Yeah, I was going to think that would be more. Yeah. You know, 70, how many of them are killed? 72, 72 people in a in like a seven year period, 72 people died as a result of other mammals. So, well, uh, that could be a bear. Uh, it could be a raccoon. It does. Yeah. A whale shark. Sure. 
I don't see those. I'm not taking spoons any of those. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a the shovel. Number, the, the number one. <laughs> yeah, here's here's there's, there, here's the list of deadliest animals to humans. Is what I'm just going to do the the top. Oh, two. hold on, hold on. Can I guess the first one? Please. Hi- hippopotamus. No. Dog. Oh, okay. No, you. Dog. Not. Okay, number one, it, which is a real fucking letdown. Mosquitoes. <laughs> That's not an animal. That is a letdown. Oh, from malaria. No, it's an, I mean, it's an animal. Yeah, they they kill you. It's an insect. With, uh, yeah, yeah. The number two. Well, it depends on your source, I guess. Back mm-hmm. off a bit. Mm-hmm. So your number your number two killer is humans killing each other. Well, yeah. Okay. So it's like it's like a million people a year die from mosquitoes. Five hundred thousand yeah. die from humans. Then fifty thousand snakes. Twenty five thousand dogs. Then oh shit. Tsetse flies, assassin bugs, freshwater snails, scorpions, roundworms, and tapeworms. There's your top ten killers. As it, when it. you say danger, and you say you were quoting numbers like fifty thousand, those are deaths. Yeah, fifty humans killed per year. So snakes, fifty thousand dogs, wow. twenty five thousand. Then uh, those tsetse flies, assassin bugs, and freshwater snails. Yeah, yeah. They kill. They kill about ten thousand people a year. They must be some. How embarrassing it must be to be oh, wait, killed no, by fresh, a, a snail. Freshwater snails do do not kill humans directly. <laughs> rather, they are a vector that transmits a variety of tropical diseases. So don't fuck around with snails. Still, that's that's scorpions, a really worse way to scorpions, die. Scorpions, roundworms, tapeworms. I always thought tapeworms, they didn't kill you. They just kind of drained you. Yeah, I didn't know they were deadly. Well, again, it's probably the viruses or whatever they no, no, I, think, I mean, they just they just kind of... What? Latch yeah. onto you and suck out everything, and yeah, you know, I have relatives like that, <laughs> you know. Um, are those snails? I, that's that I can't get that yeah. one. I mean, must be a fast, snails must be a fast snail. Did you guys ever have turtles when you were a little kid? No, when, whenever, like when well, I we had wild there. ones, I remember no, no, that you, were, go, you go to the pet store and you get a little bitty turtle, and yeah, it, yeah. Little green one. And then there was a there was a study that the I turtle, hate aquariums and that kind of shit. That, oh, that's yeah. to, that stuff is have, weird. We used to have aquariums. We used to have no. aquariums and 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 fish. And I I went across the street and caught some crawdads and put them in there. And they're good at getting out and then dying as they try to get across the that floor. That shit's and creepy. But um, aquariums are creepy. No, those turtles had some something like salmonella or whatever. And then like overnight, nobody had pet turtles anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's kind of a weird thing. But they live to be like a thousand or something, right? There's some turtles always, and they never die. I, I mean, turtles Pretty. lived a long time, but these these were like those little bitty, you know, the little yeah, tiny yeah. fellas. Like they sell yeah. down on uh, in downtown L.A. You can still get them. My cousin went down to Florida when, when this was getting in high school, and him and his buddies went down to Florida, and he came back with a pet alligator. Little thing about, you know, 18. This 16, is legal? 18. Is that legal? Yeah, they used to sell them all the time. What did he do with it? Where's put it? it in an aquarium. Uh huh. And as it got and, to be six feet long, I don't know. He let it loose. I don't know if he killed it or if he put. <laughs> I, I he put it out in the. I don't know. Probably the whole myth flushed it down the toilet. I guess. The next thing you know, it's in the uh, local sewer it's a, system. It's Thirty yeah. foot long. Yeah. Workers. Yeah. There's a, there's a movie idea, Kelly. <laughs> Speaking of uh, movie ideas. Speaking about, of Smegmacock, yeah. How about that? How about <laughs> That's that guy, a good movie. How about that guy shooting those people in Georgia? He kill. He shoots eight people in a in an attack on massage parlors in North Georgia, 
because uh, because he kind of looked like Jimmy, the guy who pulled a gun on me. By the yeah, way, yeah, he's probably the same the same kind of fellow. He's a good Christian. Yep. Uh, you know, poor <laughs> okay, fellow. The, the cops, the, no, the cops were saying, uh, you know, he's having a really bad day. You know, so if you're yeah. if you're a white guy and you kill a bunch of minorities, it seems like you you know you get stopped by Burger King on your way to jail or <laughs> things like that. You had a really bad day or whatever. Yeah. And if you're a person of color, you're shot on the spot. You know that kind of thing. But yeah, I read, I thought, and I don't know if this is true or not, that he got that the gun the same day. And I don't yeah. know if that's true. Yeah, no, really? I, I think it, I, I, I heard that too. He just he went and bought the gun, killed those people because of the temptation. He just couldn't take it anymore because he's a a good Christian boy and he doesn't need uh, to be having sexual thoughts outside of marriage. And then his looks might have kept him from ever getting married. And um, then he was on his way that's to Florida to kill hands. to kill more people. Yeah. So I just, he, I mean, that, I find it weird though. You can get a gun same day, but you know, and then of course the other thing was like, you can get a gun same day, but you can't register and go vote on the same day. It takes you, you know, you can well, go register. There are different reasons for that. Yeah. They give you the gun on the same day so that you will vote for them and they, and they make all those voting. Or they will shoot you if you don't vote for them. For people, yeah, for people they don't want to vote. But Tennessee has a thing where you can, um, you can conceal, I think it's open carry or concealed carry without a permit. So you go to Tennessee, you just pick up a gun, slap it on your hip, you know, walk on. Well, I think in California, you can you can walk around with a gun that's that's not concealed on your hip. Can't you? I'll find out in California. I drove by the local gun shop here and there was a line yesterday. Yeah. There's a new one opening here on on the major street that I'm close to. So there are oh, now really? four, yeah, uh, I, oh really, four shops now. I so funny, three. this town, this town. You know, you you. It is illegal to open a cannabis shop, but gun shop, fuck yeah. Well, that's a that's a that's a amendment. I mean, weed is still illegal federally, right? Well, why can I go to North Hollywood and get it? Because you are. Totally fine with breaking federal law. I mean, that's, okay. that's, that's that the you. whole that's the whole crazy thing about it. Like states' rights, federalism, you know, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So California said we're good. All these other states are saying it's fine, but really, the federal government has yeah, not said that it's okay. So it's you know, yeah. it's kind of against law. So it is illegal to openly carry guns in the state of California. Okay. Just, I'm going to uh, tell that uh, next time I see a cop. Did well, you know, <laughs> officer? Just, I would say, can I see your spoon? <laughs> Do you have a spoon? <laughs> Do you ever ride horses? And he'd say, mount me, bozo. Oh, <laughs> uh, what the hell I know. Um, what was I going to say? So you were going to say about making a movie. Yeah, no, you just make a movie of that. Of I mean, the tragedy a, that happened? Tra- I mean, that's what we do in America. We make movies about tragedies, right? Yeah. It's good. It's good TV. Well, yeah, we shouldn't do that. We should not do that at all. My brother um, was telling me today about this, this this series. He says it's on Netflix. I think it's called The Ones. This British limited series, and it's about uh, the scientists reach a point where they can take your DNA and do a world search in a matter of minutes or whatever to find your perfect mate, like guaranteed to fall in love kind of thing. Hey, that sounds great. What's it called? What if it's a nun? She better get ready. Well, better than a priest. <laughs> Suit up, woman. You know. 
<laughs> yeah, I wonder, I wonder if that attraction would be instant. So you find this person. She's a nun in Austria. And you, Kelly, go there and you just like, hey, here I am, baby. Is it like... We're a match. <laughs> my prayers have been answered and, you know, let's let's get it on. Or is it like if you had spent time together years ago, you know, you, you would have been a good match. I mean, is it just mag magical magnetic attraction or? I think so. Yeah. Huh. What if yeah, they're 95 years old? Well, if you love her, you love her. That's true. Right. But, but not now I'm thinking about the reverse though. If you can find the exact match, what is about yeah. the exact opposite? And you trace that back to the person you're married to. Like, you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, yeah, this, we met her. <laughs> what yeah. the hell happened here? <laughs> 32 years, you bitch. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. <laughs> no, I was, when you said that, I was thinking like, I, you know, I already found that. Yeah. yeah. But what yeah. if DNA wise? No, mm -mm. you are so I far down it. the list. I knew it. <laughs> Well, I think the I think the problem is in the, I, we should we should really get into this. But what about the global search? I mean, isn't your perfect match kind of close to wherever? I mean, are you? I mean, is Kelly going to find his perfect match in Mongolia or the Sudan or you know? Well, I don't. Columbia? No, well, no well, I think people I think of different a, races fall in love all the time. Sure, sure, but I mean. You know, what What about your DNA? I mean, are they, if they're trying to find somebody like you, they would go back to, you know, some of your ancestral homeland, which, you know, I, I might be really stepping on a limb here. Seem pretty damn white. <laughs> well, look at me. Oh, yeah, what do you think? Look at your daughter. <laughs> pretty pale. But hold on a second. Hold on a second. What is the, what is the, the what what is the breakdown of this DNA? Like, what do you mean the exact match? What is the the this Y well, and that X and you know what it doesn't it mean? It's like, oh, you're you're this is your mate based on DNA. Well, what's in the DNA that says that? You know, because you're right, because all of our DNA is different, but it's got to be really different for somebody that's clear across the world of a different race or you know. And what about well, what about it, age? It well, I don't think. I'm going to start watching it tonight because it sounds really interesting. But I don't I don't think it's about whether you guys will get along or or financially you'll be fine because i i think it's i think it's no Chemical. you'll fall in love i mean we can you can always fall in love with somebody who's just a bad choice at you know haven't you ever told friends yes i know you're in love but get the fuck out you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i don't know if the, if the story is is based on just guaranteed to fall in love or Fall in love and what a match. Well, it says so, there are the, it pin it pinpoints. I'm, I'm looking up something about this show or whatever. Yeah, and it says it, there are eleven genes that are quote proven to determine romantic and sexual attraction. It will then build you a profile, give you a compatibility score, blah 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 blah. And you that's get, fantastic. Twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing false or wrong about that. <laughs> there's nothing that can go well, wrong it comes there. With a, it comes with an app. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. See, that whole DNA thing is, you know, I'm wondering if it's all a big fucking racket. Really? Yeah, because again, okay, for $20, you can tell me who I, my, my 11, you know, uh, genetic markers are going to say that, oh, this is your, you know, you guys are just going to be it if you would ever to meet and stuff. And I just, I don't know. I just think that's a, I think it's a scam in a lot of it's, ways. It's fiction, Danny. No, no, no. Here's the, here's the are real you, are, are you talking about the show, Danny, or, or generally? 
I'm talking about generally. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say no, I it's think, fiction. I think the, the real, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's not real, Danny. It doesn't happen. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I do. No, no, no. The whole the best thing about these ancestry.coms, and I'll I'll speak from experience a little bit, is when you find out that you got a new dad. No, or there's shut a, up. There's a brother or sister you didn't know about or whatever. Hey, uh, you know, shit. Who knew? Right? So my, you know, my uh, my wife found out a lot from when I bought her an Ancestry.com kit. So, uh, and then uh, we, I was talking to some some friends of ours uh, the other night, and and uh, this guy's wife found out that um, her sister is only her half sister because her mom had an affair, and everybody in the family knew about it except except this woman and her sister and her brother. And they're like, what the hell? And everybody's like, you didn't know. We all knew. Can we go back to horse cocks, please? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking here. I'm going to say, what if, you know, you're, you're, you, you do this test, right? And you find this girl that you really, really, you know, you're really hot or this person you really want. But, you, you know, she says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Danny. We only have three of the markers. And I'm going, I know, but let me show you something. And <laughs> you pull down your pouch and you got that big transplant or horse like dick. It's a you know, yeah. <laughs> How you like your markers now? Hallelujah! <laughs> It'll leave a mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, here's your spoon. Yeah, oh. <laughs> We're going out. <laughs> oh shit! That you know what? I, that's a good one to end on. I think that I think that brings it all the way around. Okay. <laughs> DNA DNA to horse dicks. Well, unless you, unless you have a good else. week, listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know wanted... what? Before before we go, here's yeah. the thing. I I have you ever seen those ads you get online? Because I guess all I do is spend my entire life on the internet. But I can where they're imagine. like, uh, click here to find my seven tips for making your podcast more popular. Watch my okay. forty minute okay. seminar or whatever. So I I I made the mistake of clicking that link and watching <laughs> this guy's. Did you buy seven. it? No, no, it was it was a free thing free, because he, right. he wants you to listen to his podcast, and he's got five tips for telling you how to, you know, turn your retirement income into something that's even more boring than that sounds. So I have no interest in doing that. But he has a, you know, I, I don't know his audience. It's a little bigger than ours, like maybe twenty five million people listen to his podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, a little bit. Uh, and he, you know, by the way, his podcast sucks. It's about money. It's, you know, it's just him kind of in his apartment shouting at his computer to, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not, it's not nearly the quality that we've come to expect from cocktail hour, but I wanted to, I wanted to share some tips with you guys and see, um, you said yeah. the word tips about 17 times here. Is this I'm, is, I'm going down a, the, I'm staying with a theme. Staying with the theme. Come on, I got my script here. <laughs> tips and horse dicks. DNA. Should we, should we talk about this off? No, 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 no. This is. Camera? No, this, I want to. I want to. I want to tell you some of these things because I don't think we'll do a single fucking one of them because we're. It's, it's, you know, there's. Oh, there's why some, mess with success? There's some reason we we don't we never really speak about anything particularly personal. We're trying to kind of hide. Let me guess. The first one is like get a sponsor. No, you know that's that's really it's it's really because I thought it would go that way. It was all about money. So his whole thing was. You want to grow your audience and yeah. that kind of thing. It's all about giveaways. What it seems like if you want to get some real traffic, what you want to do is get 
Apple Podcasts to put you in the hot and new or, or fresh and now, whatever their categories are. So in order to do that, you have to get everybody you know to review your podcast on iTunes because iTunes is the only one that people pay attention to. So evidently, you can review a podcast on iTunes. Who knew, right? So if you give us a bunch of five-star reviews, if we get hundreds of those, we would be in the fresh and new and then a bunch of people would click on us and then we'd have thousands of followers and whatever any of that means. But you have to do that by saying, hey, fans, I'm now making a video and putting it on Facebook and I'm going to randomly select one listener every day for 10 days to get a pair of Beats by Dr. Dre headphones. So we'd be spending 100 bucks on some headphones, 10 of them, to give them away every day. And as we, you know, built up momentum with our contests and, you know, really engaging with all of our customers across our wide variety of social platforms, we do yeah. all that and we and we grow our, um, we grow our thing. Then, then we work with influencers to get 50 influencers to promote our podcast, you know, one a day for 50 days, right? And I'm like, I don't know 50 influencers, you know, that, that kind of stuff, Yeah, right? exactly. Probably like our kids are technically considered influencers because they would have a thousand Insta Snapchats. I think you need a lot more than a thousand, I think. Yeah. And then um, the other thing that I thought was really funny is we would need a street team. So like in the in the days before lockdown and <laughs> the internet, you'd have a street team that would go out somewhere and they would hand out free samples or, you know, talk to people about wh what you're doing. But now a street team is just your loved ones. They're really inspired by the message that you're giving them. You, you stay, your podcast is on brand and on topic and you, you really send these people out. So they're constantly you know, promoting your show and, and saying, Hey, there's a, there's a contest and you can win headphones and all that kind of stuff. And but we don't have anything. We don't have any of that. And I thought that's, that's really hilarious because one, we don't have a message Two, We don't have a street team or any probably, you know, you guys could probably uh, leverage some of your personal contacts and find us some influencers, you know, celebrities and things like that. But I'm pretty sure 0% of them would want to promote our podcast. And then because you got to pay them, you got to pay them, or you you know service them, whatever they whatever they need, you know, you know, Hollywood celebrities can't tell, yeah, exactly with that <laughs> with that new appendage you had sewed on, but um, and then the whole thing was that if you want to sell ads or or you know make some money from your podcast, you get about twenty five dollars per you know thousand clicks. And, you know, like clicks on ads, clicks on, you know, whatever or, or something like that. So you would have all these thousands of people and maybe you'd make a couple of hundred bucks a month. So you would be giving away all this shit, spending, you know, $5 a day advertising on Facebook or whatever. And you wouldn't really make a ton of money. I mean, unless you could get into the millions of followers, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And, um, what would be better is if you just got like your local sandwich shop to give you a free sandwich for mentioning <laughs> them on the air. That's, you know, Jimmy John's where you can yeah. get a hot sandwich now. And you just get it. I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think you're going to make a million dollars. I think we, I think we're probably 
the best podcast out there. Just people <laughs> don't know it. I mean, just the quality of, the, I mean, listen to this audio that we're doing over the fucking, <laughs> we were talking before this started, like, are we going to go back in person? And, and we will one day, I feel sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll serve. Maybe we'll, we'll have a street team by then. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. We could get it. We get a street. Team. Oh yeah. My street name is going to be Seabiscuit. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what it is now. Seabiscuit. <laughs> that's going to be the title. Jimmy the Shooter and Seabiscuit. <laughs> oh, well. Yeehaw. Okay, there you go. Oh. So there's, there's something to, th- to think about for our listeners. You know, we need engagement. Uh, so send us some money. Review our podcast on Apple or podcast. DNA samples. There, that there will seems work to be something you could do that. The, the one thing I think that's probably the most hampering to our uh, continued <laughs> success is the fact that 100% of our listeners never, ever contact us. You know, like Dave will call you and say something or my daughter, you know, Sarah will, she'll listen to it and, and say, you know, you're, you're totally wrong or you, you know, you're a, your, your comments are um, prehistoric in their in their thinking you know that kind of stuff but um that's yeah. our charm yeah well that is I, but i wish <laughs> i do wish somebody would send us an email or um twitter something or whatever but yeah give us some reviews let's see if we can make it into uh hot and fresh and now and uh, well i'm gonna look around here if there's anything i can give away you know maybe there's some shit around here that i need to get rid of and you know be the first one and you get you know like a baseball cap from you give, away, give away that give away that scooter you're talking about. If, I can if do we, that. If we reach one thousand five star reviews, somebody will get that uh, get that scooter picked randomly. There you go. Because that will never happen. Go ahead and sell it for whatever you want. All right, that's all I got, fellas. You'll clean the cock of a thoroughbred before <laughs> the night is through. Oh, you know what? Yeah, what? Yeah. So that was the so St. Patrick's Day just passed by. I put I put that song out so if you're a if you're a subscriber it it comes up as one of our little episodes just a little 30 second thing of that song that i fucking love man that's such a great song can you make uh some more catchy shit like that <laughs> sure should yeah. i make it sound like it's in a pub again i love that i mean you know maybe it did work yeah or a, maybe, maybe a barn maybe a stable <laughs> maybe yeah. a, a little a little country kind of thing <laughs> or you could do something like you're in a stadium bump 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 Bump, bump, bump. Remember when we used to go to sports events and things oh, yeah, like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can oh, do, a, uh, uh. do a little do a little. Tune. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. okay. All right, gentlemen. Blue Jays, Blue Jays, let's. Yeah. Good night, gentlemen. All right, and see you. Take care, listener. Bye. Bye. Bye.